You're listening to the On Impact Show. Hey, hey, this is Raj Montaj coming at you from the On Call Empath. And today I want to touch on a subject that keeps reoccurring with a lot of my clients and just empaths in general, highly sensitive people as well. This is the relationship factor between empaths and everybody else, whether it's another fellow empath or a narcissist or just somebody maybe that have that just doesn't get you that you might have been in a relationship with or no longer in a relationship with. So in this episode, I do want to touch on relationships and empath. In this episode, I'm going to talk about five things that you can do when getting into a relationship, or maybe if you are already in a relationship, these are things that you can incorporate. And um, this is pretty much what I see and hear from a lot of people, especially tuning in to the show that are empaths. So without further ado, let's jump in and get started. Um, For those who have been in a relationship in the past with other empaths, um, one of the questions that I get is, will it work? Will it work being in a relationship with somebody who is just as loving as you, just as giving as you, thinks about your well need, best needs as you think about them? So it's like you're giving each other the same amount of effort. Like So with empaths, as you know, we, we want to help. We want to please our partners. We want to just keep them happy. So what happens when you have two people that are empaths um, that are in a relationship? Does it work? This is a question that I've talked to many people about on my podcast. As you know, we've had several relationship experts. We've had you know therapists, doctors, and it really depends, in my opinion, on the person. So if you're a type of person that, that grew up, let's say, in an abusive household, and you've always... Uh, had to shift your energy or hide your your true emotions and you would feel uncomfortable, you know, letting your true emotions out. What do you think is going to happen when you get into a relationship with somebody who does the same? Is that relationship going to go the distance? That's a question that I ask a lot of my clients who uh, might be in a relationship or possibly had a previous relationship with somebody um, that they are no longer with because it was just going the opposite ends, you know, or they were just trying to help each other. And it was like, it wasn't, it was almost seems like a competition, like who can score the most amount of brownie points. And when you're in a relationship like that, I'm afraid eventually in the long run, it it doesn't go the distance, at least in uh, my experience and what I've uh, seen and, and so many people that I've talked to, there some people say there's always one person in the relationship that does just a little bit more, you know, than the other person. But when you have two empaths, it's like, it feels like they're keeping score, like who, who, uh, who can do more, who can outdo the other person. And sometimes it gets toxic where, you know, if you, if you overgive, you know, and then there's an argument, then that is brought up. And that's used to the other person as, look, I did this for you. You barely did that. And so now you're going back and forth. And that's that's just one aspect of it between empaths and empaths. Another dynamic is narcissist empaths. Why these are so common 
is because obviously one is a giver and one is a taker. A narcissist is a person that thinks about themselves. They are very good sweet talkers. And once they get the narcissist on board to their program, that's pretty much it. It's a kiss of death. They slowly drag you into, you know, um, into dark, deep waters. They slowly drag you into deep waters. And then before you know it, they are drowning you and you are in under them. And so everything that you do revolves around making sure that this person is pleased, that you don't piss them off, that you do everything that you're told, any type of feedback, whether it's about your life and your lifestyle and your maybe your body image, your weight, uh, anything that has to do with bettering yourself that is criticized you go through gaslighting sometimes some people even say that with narcissists they have to ask permission to do stuff and they have to always report in so as cruel as that seems there are more relationships um that people tolerate for long periods of time like that even in a uh work situation where you have a boss and they just expect you to jump when you're supposed to, and they know which buttons to press. That's why a lot of those relationships, you'll see people in, but they they don't really realize it, especially the empath. They stay in because they don't see it. They don't. Um, they really don't know how to even get out until they come across like a podcast like this, or they talk to other empaths, or they, you know, meet with a coach and then they start seeing like wait a minute this is not healthy why am it's like on a scale where it's tipped off where i'm doing everything and they're taking so that extreme is not good just like an empath to an empath that's also extreme where you're trying to butt each other's heads and see who can outdo each other as far as the helping department so what is the clear balance what is the equilibrium where both people uh, in a healthy relationship, can go to the distance that um, that respect each other. I mean, no no relationship is going to be perfect. There are going to be arguments. There are going to be times where um, boundaries are going to be crossed. But in a healthy relationship, you know that you know you can communicate. You can clear set clear boundaries. You can um, remove yourself from a situation until you calm down. Just so you know, you don't say anything at that heat of the moment. And these are all things that with empaths, it's really tough to see. And that's why I'm doing this uh, episode. So I want to switch gears here and just kind of focus on what is the right balance here. So let's say you're with a, you know, in a relationship or you're thinking of, you know, getting into a relationship with somebody long term and you're kind of worried like, you know, is this person a narcissist or, you know, is this person the right person for me? Is this going to work because I'm an empath or they don't know much about my trauma in the past with trust issues or guy issues or girl issues or uh, family issues of my abuse growing up? If they find out, they might use that against me. Or if they find out, they will somehow manipulate it and make me stay in the relationship because I know that I just don't have the skills or the ability to say no, keep boundaries. So if you're listening to this and let's say you are in a position and you're like not sure, like, okay, how do I know if this this person's going to end up, you know, using me or, you know, 
just finding out that, you know, because of my insecurities and my trauma in the past, that they're not going to take, take advantage of it and use me for their, um, use me for their gain. You have to really give this person the benefit of the doubt, especially if they have shown, you know, abilities in other departments to, you know, show caring, empathy, um, and listening to what you have to say, keeping your boundaries, respect, all these things. So if they fall short in any of the other categories, there is still hope. So just don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Try to keep a pulse on everything that's going on in the beginning. So number one, um, do you feel drained when you're around this person? Do you feel like you have to always uh, walk on eggshells or you feel like you can't tell them the absolute truth because you're afraid of pissing them off in some way or you know you're going to get a reaction? Now, if you're in a relationship like that and it's always like that, what do you think is going to happen in the future? Do you think that this person... Do you think this is going to change or do you think it's going to get worse? Are you going to live your life walking around eggshells and being scared to tell what's on your mind, even though it might hurt the other person? I want you to think about that because with empaths, we'd rather not deal with that, right? We would rather suppress it. And that's when the trouble begins with our mental health, our physical health, and everything else falls apart. So we need somebody who is understanding, who will take our past into consideration, whether it's a traumatic event or a bad relationship with somebody, um, going into a relationship with somebody, um, one of the first things that I make sure is you have to be upfront. You have to tell them what your needs are. You have to tell them what what your triggers are. And when you're having them, let them know reference to that. And I think um, somebody that's in it for the long haul will respect that somebody that's willing to put in the work. Now, if they're not, and if you continue to remind them, let's say you're having a meltdown and you make a, you know, a statement saying, well, I need some time I'm having, you know, uh, and I'm still new at this. I'm, I'm trying to, you know, uh, regulate my emotions. So please give me some time. And if they don't, that's another uh, red flag that you just got to be like, is this, if this person's not uh, accepting me and giving the space that I need now, what, what do you, again, what, what's going to happen in the future? So always think long-term just because, you know, um, they don't get it the first or second time. Remind them, like, you can take me for who I am or, you know, I'm not going to be uh, trying to change who I am. I'm not going to lie to you or try to say that um, I'm fine when I'm not. So if they can't accept you at your lowest, um, you know, they don't deserve you at your best. So that's how I kind of look at it. So keep in mind that with empaths, we also feel isolated even when we're around people that um, that care about us, whether it's family, friends, husband, wife. You can be in a center of attention where you have your kids, your family. Um, your friends and still feel isolated. And that seems to be very common. Now, does that mean that's something wrong with us? There's something going on with empaths? I mean, or anyone that's been through trauma? Absolutely not. Um, as humans, we have ups and downs. And one thing that I do find, and I do tell a lot of my people, a lot of the people that I do coach is just because you're in a down state does not dictate um, the future. So tr- 
what I find is a lot of people try to end end that feeling. They they don't want to be in that space, so they'll try to do anything to get out of it, whether it's food addiction, um, binge watch Netflix, or go on the internet and scroll for hours until that feeling goes away. That is a very common trait. So what I want, what I tell um, a lot of my clients is when you're in that downstate and you know you clearly are, nothing feels good, you're surrounded by people, you still feel isolated, sit in that space. I want you to observe, close your eyes and watch it like the clouds are going by. Because one thing I know for sure for anyone that's listening out there, that this feeling does not last. And I want to repeat that one last time. This, that feeling that you get when you feel alone, down, and it seems like it's going to last forever does not ever last forever. Because if you, if you even write it down when you're in that dark space, you will find out that it will, it cannot last for long periods of time. Um, because what I've noticed is when I do feel down, usually um, very quickly now, my downtimes are very low because I know what to do during my downtimes. I'm prepared. I know that I can pull out a journal. I know I can go for a walk. I know that I can, you know, do a uh, something like that t- takes my mind off um, what's keeping me down. Some people do cleaning around the house or some people do their hobbies or they, you know, go to the gym, you know, whatever it is that you need to do at that moment to kind of not trick your brain, but just get through that that period of time because guess what you're going to have that all your life it it is something that i feel like it's a human condition whether you're an empath or not we all feel down i don't care who you are in this world having bad days is something that's healthy and you should not run from it now when it becomes a problem like where it's chronic and it, you just can't get yourself out of it that's totally different that's something that then you should definitely get professional help for go seek a therapist go get some uh help for that but for the most part for most empaths the ones that that i do coach um what i find is that this these small pockets of of feeling loneliness or down um they're just part of the healing process and it's part of the human condition so when i get them um I don't run from them. And and so next time you you do feel a little bit like overwhelmed, overstimulated, um, you're in a relationship that, uh, you know, that's not working out, we tend to think that it's all bad, like it's never going to get better. However, but I'm here to tell you that at that moment, know where you're at and just know that it is very temporary. So I wanted to really highlight that, especially with people that are in relationships because what happens is when you're in a relationship, um, these down days or these down times become more frequent because you're not getting the support from the other person. We can't expect our partners, our you know, our loved ones to understand how empaths or a trauma victim or a highly sensitive person uh, operates because they they don't have exactly the same issues that technically we have. I mean, um, unless they have problems going in large crowds and feeling a little bit uh, overstimulated or they have boundary issues or people pleasing, you know, and these are all things that take energy away from us. And it's, it's a work in progress. And that's why, you know, being an empath coach, these are things that we work on. Once you can put down solid boundaries, 
in a positive way and you can limit your overstimulation. You can be around people that respect you. If you're in a relationship and you have needs and you have voiced them and it's not being respected, that is uh, a relationship that you do not need to be in. Yes, you can be in a relationship with another caring person or an empath. You could be in a relationship with a narcissist, but it all depends on whether or not if your needs are being met, um, what the boundaries that you set, uh, are you doing too much of the work? Um, so these are some of the things the other person has to keep uh, you know, in, in check and know that your, your wiring is different. And if they don't respect that, that is a tell-sale sign you're with the wrong person. And uh, just in closing here, um, just know that at the end of the day, I know like there's pros and cons to everything with empaths, you know, people that are highly sensitive. I mean, we will have our ups and downs. That is given. But how we handle it, that is something that we have control. Um, what I do notice is that we always go to others to help us, to save us, to ask for um, some sort of relief, some sort of antidote, some sort of solution, band-aid, whatever you want to call it. And when I stopped doing that, when I stopped going to people for help, asking them to heal me, because everything that I needed was within me already. And I do take other people's uh, feedback very seriously, and I, and I try to take the good out of everything, but I don't need validation. And that took me decades to to actually feel this. Um, validation is something that I feel like a lot of empaths look for. Either that or we are looking for people to help. And that's one thing that I feel like we all innately want to do is, is help others. Help others in need regardless of how we're feeling before we fill our cup. So in closing, I want to end this with self-care. You know, taking care of your own needs, uh, breathing, exercising, uh, taking time, knowing that you're in a dark place, that it will pass, being in a relationship uh, with friends, family, um, even serious relationships. Are these people respecting your boundaries? Are they uh, in tune with what you need as an empath? Because let's face it, not most, most people will not uh, get it. Most a lot of people will question, like you know, or label you. There's something wrong with you, or you're broken, or or make some sort of comment like, "Oh, this person needs a little, ex you know, a lot of work." There's is you know, it's not normal for them to just take off and be alone, or whatever, whatever excuse or whatever they say about you, um, it is not yours, and that's that's what I want to end it as is it is not your. It is not yours to to worry about, and I always tell people to ask if this is mine. And um, what I mean by is this mine is other people's expectations and what their opinions of you is that is that coming from you? No, it's not. It is their opinion. So really, at the end of the day, it really matters what you think about yourself and how you're filling your cup first and what you're doing to make yourself. You have an obligation as an empath to take care of your own self and to treat yourself just like you would treat somebody that you're helping. Because my question to you is, if you're so nice to everyone else and everyone comes to you for help, 
Well, why can't you do the same for yourself? Just take a second. And if you can answer that and you have an answer, let me know in the bio below. But also, it is a powerful question that I've always asked. I'm like, yeah, why is it that I would go over all these mountains and help someone else when they wouldn't do the same for me? Because we're selfless. We would rather help people and we get that helper's high. Um, We actually feel good when we help others, regardless of how they treat us in return. That's why narcissists and empaths are like so connected because it just feels good giving, giving, giving. Um, And then it doesn't always work out in the long run. So I wanted to leave you guys with that. Um, I hope you got something out of this episode. I have a lot more guests coming on. Um, I do have some big things coming in the future that I'm going to spin off the on-call empath. Thanks again for coming with me on this journey. Please subscribe, like this channel, and then also, if you can, leave a review. It definitely helps me out. Thanks again for coming with me on this journey. Always move forward, and we are out. You're listening to the On Call Empath.